I scared my cat. <laughs> I like doing I like putting stuff in the toaster oven and then forgetting about it and then getting it out like yes, hour, and forget. hours later after it's cold again. What? I got what my, is wrong with you? My chicken nuggets. And I put them in the toaster oven. So they've... So it's like... Uh, you know when chocolate... When you let chocolate melt and then it re-solidifies and it's like... Got that like white layer over the top of it and it tastes like shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's... I feel uh, like that's... It's mold and you're talking about uh, dog poop that you found. No, it's like de deglazed or whatever. Uh, I imagine that's how Bob, if Bob could, how he would eat all of his food, like cooked and then deglazed, deglazed, just room temperature. <clears throat> that's the best part of the cookout, though. After everyone is done eating and you get to squirrel away all the leftovers and have as many little treats as you want because they're going to get thrown away. And it has been sitting out all day, but you don't really care. Yeah. You know, all the uh, all the the fly larvae are just yeah. extra protein. I like protein. And as we all know, Bob's addicted to protein ever since I let him eat a, a cliff bar at my house. Chicken nuggets have protein? Yeah. It should say on the front, most like most vegan stuff says on the front, like 12 grams of protein in every serving because... Uh, I guess vegans are tired of hearing people ask them where they get their protein. So they just put it on all the packaging. Well, I get my protein from Connor. I'm his, uh, I'm his protein hookup. Yeah. His I, dealer, if you will. Uh, I'm the protein plug. My drink doesn't have any protein in it. It also uh, doesn't key in. It's getting it's getting invisibled by your computer. We're, uh, we're meeting meeting up inside the internet today, unfortunately. This is true. Look at this. This is a perfect uh, screenshot right here. Damn, the ghost with the dog. Guts and ghost. Yeah. Guts and ghost. That sounds like a like a, a, a Halloween episode of a, of a 90s sitcom. Yeah. It's actually just what I say, mean when I say GGs. Guts and ghost. Yeah, it's, it's no longer game, good games. It's guts and ghost. Oh, man. Well. That was good. That was a good episode. <laughs> how are you recovering? Me? No, do we? I'm doing great. Your voice is still, oh, from <laughs> still good. No, didn't need a. Funny enough, I went my my the last time I went on tour, um, I was out with this band called Moral Law, um, and one of the guys in the band had been taking voice lessons, like over over COVID. He was like, I want to get better at like piano and voice lessons. He already like is extremely good at guitar. So I think he was just like trying to do other things. Just trying to show and So off. he was just explaining to me. He was pl- explaining to me how to like actually use your voice correctly. And ever since then, I've been like, wow, my entire life of being in, in bands and doing vocals, I've been doing this completely wrong. Yeah. You just and want, you want to only use your throat. D- I, you joke, but that's basically what I was doing. I didn't understand. He was like breathing from your diaphragm and stuff like that. And I was who's, just like, who's diaphragm? Who is diaphragm? Um, uh, I think they're, they're from North Carolina. X diaphragm X. No. Um, they, the dude just taught me that. So now I'm just like, Oh, I feel like I've, uh, I've unlocked a, uh, funny enough. 
I think forever ago you asked a question about like something that reminds you of like a video game in real life. I feel like a whole new skill tree unlocked when I gained that knowledge. And like, I'm like, oh, now I don't have to like strain myself even doing something like that. And uh, it's it's changed everything. I'm happy for you. And I guess I guess I was um my entire life built up. A, a muscle that I didn't need to so now I don't get tired or anything and so I can't wait to do it next week because uh, what we're talking about if you didn't know is uh, I did a, a karaoke stream that's what I was not talking about last week on the on the episode that, that's what I was going to surprise Kelsey with <laughs> which they were game though yeah they were ga- they were very down they were very stoked they're like I'm glad you told me, but like, cause I still would have been down, but I would have been like, I need to drink before this. <laughs> and so we did drink throughout the night a little bit, um, uh, and made it easier, I guess. But I think that they, they were very, very stoked and, uh, I think it went pretty well. I, I think it went extremely well. Oh, it, it went great. <clears throat> I had such a good time. I was like, I can't wait for next week. And then Kelsey was like, "Wait, next week?" (laughs) They're like, "Uh, "Is this is this going to be like a?" I I thought this was just like a one-off thing, and I was like, "No, we got strike while the iron's hot. We're having. I'm like into this." If you don't mind me asking, how much money did you guys make? Oh, not much. I mean, in bits, I'd have to look. Um, That's one thing I actually haven't done. I would probably say, let me see, twenty-two dollars, maybe. That sounds about bad. right. It's not bad for having a good time. Exactly. <clears throat> and then uh, I didn't tell Kelsey this, but then we went out to eat uh, Saturday and I, and I paid for it. And they're like, oh, and I, and I wanted to be, I was like, this is like your half of the <laughs> cheers or whatever like that. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, go ahead. Supersize it. Go ahead. Uh, that went towards it. it. Our meal was not $22, but. Uh, I will say that um, it's okay, babe. You can get chicken nuggets too. Um, off the dollar menu, though, only the f- the five piece. I I will say that after doing that, I definitely want to raise it to two bits because I thought one was like already enough, but then it became a thing of like I started getting stressed because there was like five songs in the queue, and like then we have to take that cue and decide who's going to do it. Cause of course, if someone donates, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure one of us sings them, mm-hmm. but it became a thing. It was like, all right, Kelsey, do you want to sing disturbed Lincoln <laughs> park, limp biscuit or uh, buck cherry? <laughs> and I was like, these, there was a few that were like definitely for Kelsey and, and uh, more that I think were for me. But I was like, I have to make this more just so that the cue isn't, you know, six songs deep. And then I'm looking at the time. I don't know. I, I see that many songs and I'm like, we only have an hour. But I mean, of course, each song is like less than five minutes. So we're going to get through it. Yeah. But it stressed me out. I, I mean, mean could even is I was I was envisioning with my CeeLo Green request. I was envisioning Dewey singing it. But Kelsey, oh, yeah. Kelsey killed it. I was very happy with that. You could have a list of songs that you pre-picked that you feel good about. And those, like, requesting one of those only costs, like, 100 bits or whatever. And then you could do it, like, you know, 200 bits or 500 bits or whatever is, like... Mystery song. You can request any song you want for more, more Yeah, bits. I didn't think about that. Um, that might actually be good. Yeah. And I, I mean, 
you say you're worried about too many songs, but I don't think making it more expensive is going to deter anyone. No, I guess not. I guess one extra dollar isn't going to change anyone's mind. But there was some point. As I I said in chat on the stream, this is why I got a job so that I could cheer bits in my friends. Oh, true. (laughs) Streams. Oh, I thought you said this is why I got a job so I wouldn't have to subject myself to something like this. (laughs) No, no. So that I can force my friends to subject themselves. It was was very fun because it's probably the most popping my stream has been. Um, And... I was like, I wonder what people are saying. And it was either just like jokes or like people typing along the lyrics. And I thought that was very fun. Just seeing everyone in caps lock, just saying what the <laughs> lyrics are. Uh, cause we were, cause I had it set up. So like chat was on my second monitor and then the lyrics were on the other one. But like while I was singing, I like, couldn't look at chat. And every time I did, I would like mess up really bad. Cause I was like trying to see what people were saying. But then there was also, I had the TV on running the stream so we could just see the chat in real time um, with like a little delay too of like what was actually going on. So uh, I didn't know how I was going to set it up at first, but I had the idea of like setting it up on the TV so it would be easier, but I was like, this is just makes it like way more easier to streamline doing like YouTube videos because at first I was thinking about like going and finding karaoke CDs and maybe a machine. And then I was like, how could I do the audio from the karaoke machine to run through like the mixer yeah. and then through the PC and like all this stuff. And then I was like, oh no, it makes it easier to just do YouTube videos. Cause at first I was like, ah, oh, YouTube videos would like not look great and wouldn't look uh, as professional as I want it to be and then I was just like I don't really care and also this makes it easier for people to just like send stuff uh, but yeah I, I think I'll probably do I think a next stream I might do something where it's like request who sings it and then like the song itself um, and then a video if you have one but I might have to like scour real quick and try and find another video because there's some videos people would send and uh Maybe there wasn't a karaoke version of the song in general, but they would send one where it was like, this is just like the song with lyrics popping up. And I was video. like, oh, this isn't even like a, yeah, it's like, this isn't even a karaoke version. Right. And so it feels a little cheapened. And then also it didn't have the like scrolling, like uh, highlighting of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So there were points like I was, I, I was like, wow, I've actually never listened to Limp Bizkit. <laughs> So I'm like trying to like rap Limp Biscuit, and I'm just like, I, I can't follow because there's no scrolling. So I'm trying to listen to what he's saying. So that, so some of it was a nightmare, but I think part of the reason why I want uh, people to request songs of their own is for the, 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 the nightmare, the, the screw up that is going to ensue when it's a song like Neither of Us Know. Uh, I mean, those were the funniest when yeah. you guys just didn't know the song and it was a train wreck. So yeah, and and, and I have a playlist uh, set up on my YouTube I can go to right now that I probably could just make public and then tell people to like look at it and get ready and like those songs will get uh, to immediately. That is how many is like sixty something. We did a few of them on there. Thirty seven. Or sorry, sorry, seventy three. Um, I realized at the end of the stream, I was also like, oh man, I didn't do any of the like 
1950s, 60s songs that I wanted to do. Because <laughs> as I'm, this has also been a process of like going through and finding these karaoke channels that have like millions of followers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But finding different playlists of like, oh, of course they have like Dancing Queen and like random Fergalicious. But then I was like, oh, there's a whole like 50s playlist. I was like, I'll get a bunch of those. And then I go to, I find this other channel that has like, the Killers and My Chemical Romance and Linkin Park. And I was like, wow, I did. I, I had seen people perform uh, Disturbed, but I had never seen uh, that much guitar music and wouldn't expect like Some 41, P.O.D. Uh, and like uh, uh, Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy. I did not expect to see those. Four but of I guess your favorite bands. Yeah, all, all basically a murder. That's like my Mount Rushmore of bands, honestly. <laughs> uh, but I, like seeing those, I was like, oh man, I don't know if this is going to be found at your local karaoke, but I, from, from what I can assume, probably yes. Uh, but if not, this these there's these people who are making these channels and really uh, picking up the slack and uh, finding these really great karaoke versions of songs I, I was just gonna say i'm assuming at this point most places that do karaoke are just using youtube yeah i would not be surprised yeah <clears throat> uh K kelsey added uh somebody kill me but uh adam sandler karaoke version oh from the wedding uh, singer i guess Class. so I, oh and then God. also added po pokemon the original pokemon rap damn oh wow which i'm like you know what you're probably gonna kill this because uh, when they did one week by the bare naked ladies and just <laughs> just smoked it, I was like, I was like, that was probably that was probably the before I even asked them to do it. I was like, I know that they're gonna they're gonna want to do this song. I was like, one of the first songs I put on the playlist. I have a funny um, story about that song. Um, let me hear it. I loved that song so much when I was like like eleven or twelve uh, <laughs> that I. Got on my parents' computer and I printed off the lyrics, uh, yeah. and I and I kept the lyric sheet like under my pillow. And every mm -hmm. night I would study them because I wanted China, to memorize. China, I wanted to memorize the song, uh, and I did. I memorized all the lyrics of the song, and I could I could uh, rap it by heart. Well, look where it got you. You're not in Philadelphia this summer. <sighs> nope. Yeah, um, I didn't make it to the rap Olympics, so. I know I've, I've I disappointed everyone with my terrible rapping skills and not knowing uh, Limp Biscuit. Uh, also, didn't know that the uh, I don't think Kelsey had ever heard the uh, non-radio cut of uh, "Get Down with a S or Down with a Sickness." I know I hadn't. I hadn't. <laughs> uh, but there's that there, <clears throat> there's that break in the middle where he does the little monologue. And they were not ready for that. And then I, and then I took a, I took a, I took a, a video of it. I'll probably use that next week or this week for like, hey, we're gonna be doing this again, because it's them just looking at me and me like, no, mommy, no, mommy. <laughs> but yeah, it was super fun. I got some ideas for for the karaoke stream that I'll have to share off off pod. But we'll please, any anything. I didn't realize how blown out the mic was too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll help you with uh, that too. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> we'll, we'll get it dialed in. That mic, that mic in particular, I was having a little bit of trouble with. And then uh, a lot, uh, one thing that a lot of people suggested is having both mics going. Yeah, uh, 
because because originally people who weren't there, I had it set up so that both of our mics would be on while we were in uh bef- before the song was playing, and then as soon as we switched over and had the song start playing, uh, only one mic would work, but only that mic also had like the reverb on it. So, um, by the end of the stream, we did what did we do? We did uh. <clears throat> The Mulan song. Mm-hmm. We did make a, a duet a of, of uh, yeah, make we did a duet of "Make a Man Out of You," and then we did a duet of uh, "Lips of an Angel," because <laughs> someone requested to do "Lips of the Lips of the Angel," "Lips of an Angel," "Lips and, of the and, Angel." <laughs> and Kelsey was like, "Oh, I can do my Fender voice," and I was like, "I want to do my Fender voice." <laughs> and so we just did like uh, every Maybe other like, line of the Fender verse. voice. Let me Dude, do come it. On. Uh, so that was really fun. I don't know. I'm very excited to continue doing it. Um, it was awesome. Friday night was a movie for real. Yes, because right after the karaoke stream, uh, Bob had his stream, and it was pr- probably the hardest I've laughed in a very long time. Why is that? Uh, <laughs> because because it was. St- I cannot. I can't like. I need to go back and see how long it was going on, but it was a solid like 10 minutes of just nothing but noise. Like probably longer. It felt like it was like 30 minutes. I know it probably wasn't actually that long, but it was a, Hey, that's not a toy. Sorry. Wait one second. (laughs) Uh Why is Dewey yelling at Kelsey? (laughs) What did they do? Kelsey's playing with his switch. I (laughs) remember. I rearranged. What's up? What uh, happened? Oh, we just saw Kelsey playing with your switch, and then you started yelling at them. <laughs> That's not a toy. That's a collectible. Keep that in the box. <laughs> I'm supposed to be dead no. stocked. What the fuck? I rearranged my room so I, I have those like two mini bookshelves on the side of my TV. I condensed all of that onto one bigger bookshelf with the actual like strategy guides and. Uh, uh, art books mm. with my handheld games uh but i put a plushie down low and so guts got it and thought it was a toy <laughs> no plushies below late waist level in Doom's yeah honestly or cave. connor's house for other reasons well <laughs> that's uh that's a disorder that a doctor has uh diagnosed and is currently treating so uh yes bob's stream wow I took I took another video of it so I could send it. Also, it was very cool because uh friend of the show, long friend of the show, Nick came into my stream and then of course stayed along and went to your stream. And I think the best comment uh I saw between Jeff and Nick, best 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 chat of the night was Nick saying this should be on every TV in America. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jeffy saying I want to show this to the the person who made the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Babbage showing Babbage this. It was uh, hey, that uh, that counting machine you're inventing. This is what it's going to be used for a hundred <laughs> years. It's like, oh, is this music? It basically turned me into the Joker for a while. I just wanted, I just wanted to show some videos that I found, but you guys wouldn't let me for the first <laughs> thirty minutes of my stream. Well, so yeah. one of the one of the channel point rewards was to put a poster on the screen in front of whatever you were trying to show and within probably the first 60 seconds you couldn't see the screen <laughs> like it was completely full of posters yeah and then 
you did a new reward where we got to shoot you. Yes. That one was a mistake. Um, you thinking made that, back that, on it. That one, that one was genius. Way too cheap. Yeah. I didn't think about that. There is a re- reward for 20, yeah, 25 points to shoot you, which would make the very loud noise, have gun bullet, like gun hole, like bullet holes show up on the screen. And then amazing that you synced it up to whatever light that flashed at you every time it went off. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, f- you in in the frame looking at you, you could see like <laughs> flashing lights. I mean, there was a strobe <laughs> light flash. There, there's a strobe light underneath my monitor, pointed directly into my eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you introduced Omega mode, uh, which yeah. is turbo mode on uh, crystal meth. Yeah. And PCP. Yeah, that's um, a that's a once once a year reward. I'm, I can't bring that one out every time. It's way too long. How long was it? Like 60 seconds? No, uh, almost two minutes. Holy shit. It's just videos of like, you know, those industrial uh, grinders that like, <laughs> what is it? What would you call that? You put like, you can put like an engine block in it and it'll just like crunch it into nothing. Yeah. It's like two spinning wheels that break stuff that is like only time you ever see it is in a YouTube video of like someone being like, I'm going to stick an iPod in here from like. 2010 or whatever like but it's that. just like people putting videos. like full motorcycles in it yeah uh <laughs> the crazy mike video playing at the same time i think it, yeah it basically uh, does it does every every chat trigger or bit trigger <laughs> all at once on and uh, a little soundscape that i created featuring uh jackhammers uh, brian 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 eno would be proud <laughs> yeah man it was that really like filled me with life yeah it did the opposite to me i I can't remember what i think we finished this stream and then we're like let's get let's like get water and like chill out for a second and then we just turned it on and immediately like it's just (laughs) in the thick of it i don't like know when it started because we didn't join like super late or like that it's just as soon as it was was on it was just like in the first two minutes yeah because i was was gonna say because we joined and there's already a bunch of posters up and then uh, really, really changing the game. You know how uh, during the second Gulf War, uh, when the Bush administration tried to uh, r- like take over Baghdad through shock and awe, mm-hmm. and essentially within like the first day, just unleashed so many bombs. That's kind of what we did to Bob. It's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of, uh, we kind of. <laughs> and look at Afghanistan now. <laughs> thriving in its lane hydrated that could be me it's run by the taliban right now (laughs) okay let's go which um hey also a few minutes in i was like oh yeah all this money is going to uh our a a friend in need i'll say i'll say less hashtag say less and so i was like oh that's why there's this much bits being dumped and like this is why this has been going on for 30 minutes now yeah. Is because everyone was there for a good cause. We, we, hurt, we <laughs> I love, hurt Bob for a good cause. I know. I love that every time Bob would be like, please stop. And you'd be like, no, this is for a good cause. <laughs> I think at one point during the stream, somebody said like, Connor seems to be shooting Bob a lot. Like this is this cathartic. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is just like, no, I mean, it's one of the, one of the triggers is you talking about how you're going to actually, it's funny. I, uh, just was editing the newest Delta Green episode on for Patreon members who will know. 
that uh, has our good friends Kurt and Kelsey on. But at the beginning, you say, welcome to Delta Green, where uh, Bob and I are given flintlock pistols and take 10 paces before we shoot each other. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is very fitting for the uh, after actually seeing you just shoot Bob up digitally. God. Every time I did it, I just imagined like squeezing the trigger, just cold steel in my hand. Okay. No, no, no. Give me the one that's loaded. Because <laughs> it's called up against the wall. We don't need these other guys here. I'll just do it myself. Yeah, I'm fine. I'll have that blood on my hands. Either way, it was a, an amazing stream. It was awesome. Thank you. Um, in other stream news. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Uh, I'm now officially affiliate. Oh, yeah, we did. Yes, let's go. Okay. Finally. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. I'd just like to thank everyone who helped me along the way, uh, especially friend of the show, Jeremy, for his uh, 15 shell accounts. Um, and big props to Jeremy yeah, for are... helping me set up a lot of the annoying shit on my stream. Yeah. Shout out Shout out to Jeremy in general. Um, but yeah, I made it. We did it. We're now officially an affiliate podcast, I guess you could say. Um, Let's go. We're affiliated. I'm going to probably be doing my first stream uh, tonight. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this, uh, it's already happened. But yeah. um, get the Discord and you would know. Yeah, join our Discord if you're listening. It's uh, who need uh, get off Twitter. Get on our Discord. Oh, you mean X? I mean, I refuse. I refuse. No, no, I don't mean X. I call it X, but I just got off, so it's okay. That's true, you did. I I guess I'm just sticking around to watch the ship sink. I don't know. Yeah. Who up getting off of X, that ooh, is? Who me, ooh, me. Well, X, I mean getting off X. No, Bob just got on. Yeah, I heard. He said, this Elon guy has a lot of really good ideas. <laughs> I said, you know, I identify with him a lot. He's my favorite billionaire. That's why I have. That's why I used to have the two-minute-long uh, alert on my stream, where it would just be him talking, him doing his Saturday Night Live bits that were really funny. <laughs> do you have any? Do you have any for for the future, people? Do you have any? Uh, I guess ideas that you want to spoil here, or are you just gonna wait until uh, for channel point stuff? Yeah, stream? have you set up anything? Yeah, I've set up some stuff. Um, I've set up some bit things. One of them is no matter what I'm doing, uh, if you pay a certain number of bits, it'll switch to the Ushi cam and I have to stop, just like leave whatever I'm playing and mm -hmm. go go play with the cat. Yeah. Um, for I think 30 seconds or something. Um, Classic. And then... <clears throat> There's a couple other bit things, but um, just like having messages show up on screen. Uh, Bob helped me with a pretty cool one that is Elden Ring themed. But um, right now, all my channel points are dedicated to uh, fucking with me when I'm playing Elden Ring. So nice. there's channel points to make me burn a healing flask. There's channel points to uh, unequip weapons. And channel points to like burn out my stamina and force me to run. So, just some just some fun stuff. 
um, more things to come. I have I have some plans. I just haven't had time to kind of get everything together. So I think it's going to be kind of a, a slow, slow burn, slow process, but cool cool things coming. I would say. But yeah, I'll be playing uh, Convergence mod for Elden Ring tonight. So I'm excited for that. Should be fun. I got it to work. Hopefully. So what have you guys been doing this week? I've been Shoot. playing a game. Uh oh. What'd you play, Bob? The name of. <sighs> Sorry. You okay? Trying... Yeah, I was trying. Did you to... what the name of the game was? No, I'm trying to look up when it came out. Because it came mm. out a lot earlier than I thought it did. It released November 30th, 2022. But I am playing the Front Mission First remake. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. That wasn't too long ago, right? No, and it it dropped last fall, and I haven't heard a peep about it since, which yeah. isn't a good sign, and I don't know what that says about the game. I think the game is good. I never played the original SNES version or the DS version. Apparently, the DS mm-hmm. version is a, the best version. Uh, it's better than the SNES version. I, uh, but the that makes sense. It, they're just pixel art, so this one is full 3D renders, and it looks really nice. Interesting. Nice. How much have you played? A single digit hours. Mm. I don't know exactly. I mean, if not a lot of people are talking about it, maybe it just flew under the radar. But if you're having fun with it, well, that's the thing on I, Steam. It's uh, let's see, where was I just seeing it on the reviews? Steam gives it 9 out of 10 and GOG gives it 3.9 out of 5. 83% liked this video game. So it seems like it has decent reviews. I just don't think anyone cares. There's a lot of... I mean, I've never played From Mission 1 or 2, so I'm glad that both of them are getting remade. And it seems like there is a ton of like graphical and quality of life things that are changed about it but it does show its age in its gameplay, which Mm. is a bit of a bummer. Most, uh, one thing that bothers me that since I've only really put time into Front Mission 3, I don't know how the first two play exactly, but it seems like you're, in Front Mission 3, you have melee weapons, which, you know, attack one space around you, and you have short-range weapons, which attack, like, three spaces around you. Mm-hmm. And then your longer-range weapons will, you know, hit enemies anywhere on the map or whatever. In this one, it kind of seems like long-range is about five or six spaces away, and short-range and melee are all one space Okay. So it kind of feels like melee is redundant because the short range weapons always are do more damage than melee for the most part. Uh, okay. So it kind of seems like it's pointless to do melee stuff just because mechanically it works the same as long ra- as short range anyway. Mm-hmm. And there's some other things that I just don't understand about the game, like very nitpicky, but if anyone's listening and has any clue, let me know because I can't figure it out. But there is, it's so the game is mech tactical turn-based. Mm-hmm. 
and you uh you can upgrade your mechs right your body parts have different stats weapons have different stats all that kind of stuff when you're in that shop menu where you can upgrade things or buy new things i haven't figured it out but there is an area where you can buy new parts so you'll pay like 300 credits for a new legs and you can buy you know two or three sets of those legs and then when you go to the setup tab to equip them there's also a cost of whatever it was so it's like if you buy the legs for $300 when you go to the setup part of the menu and you select it from the menu you still have to pay another $300 to equip them weird and I don't understand if I'm doing something wrong or if that's just how the game works. But it seems counterintuitive. Like, if it's just the option of, like, you pay the money to unlock that as an option and then you pay to equip it, that would make sense. But you still buy them in quantities. So I'm, like, buying, like, three sets of the legs and then when I equip it, I have to pay again to equip them. And I, it doesn't seem like it should work that way, but I haven't figured out any other way to do it yeah weird so it's like a, i wonder if they just wanted to, hmm? i was just, that's just a very specific complaint i had i assume they wanted to keep some of the like aspects of it that are probably feel a little dated just because of how old it is yeah and they for purists i want to play the game but i feel like in most of these games or at least ones that I think that are really good are ones that add in stuff for, you know, fixing those things or like an easy mode. Yeah. And they definitely have other quality of life things that couldn't have been in the earlier games, but that was just one that stuck out to me as like, they don't really explain it. So I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or if that is just how it is. And it's just like, since it was the nineties or whatever, like early nineties, like maybe it's just a, a remnant of old school, you know, game design before mm. things were optimized later. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. Uh, it's, it, it's, it, another thing it suffers from is like the D and D syndrome of low level, early stage gameplay where fighting is extremely tedious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where in D and D low level stuff, you're a doing, hardly any damage and be probably missing a lot. Mm -hmm. So it just makes battles really tedious. Like since you're, you can only attack something one space away from you constantly missing melee attacks or like close range (laughs) attacks is like so frustrating. Cause it's like, you're both standing right in front of each other. There's no reason you should be missing shooting a giant robot with a machine gun. It, Uh It just feels like a lot of that stuff. Like, they could have tuned a little differently. I'm sure it's just they're keeping it tr- true to the original form, but I would have like yeah. tried to streamline a lot of that stuff if I was to be remaking it. That's one of my favorite things about tactics games in general is uh, the like 99% chance to hit someone and then that 1% <laughs> chance is like what you actually roll on. Yeah. It's always just like, great. <laughs> <laughs> XCOM does the same stuff. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. <clears throat> So, yeah, just some, like, frustrating, like, holdovers from old school game design, but then all the updates. So, the art style is really good. It's got this cool, mm-hmm. like, almost, almost like, watercolor kind of for all of the loading screens and stuff. They're just stills. 
Uh, but just the aesthetic of it is very cool. Like the art is really is really sick. Yeah, I'm watching trailers on Steam, and it's like the what you would expect in the overworld. But then they'll go to cutscenes where it looks like it's like a PS4 game. Like yeah, just crazy looking like gritty graphics but really high fidelity very uh, gritty looking, i like the yeah. portraits too they're like anime portraits but they all look like they're ripped from i mean it's like a, a futuristic like gundam anime or something like that yeah. yeah so that's the thing like all those portraits they're not like the most traditional like anime style portraits like the other front mission games yeah. have been it's like this yeah. weird in between of like almost like a western kind of like like oil paint kind of look to it where everything's a little fuzzy mm. yeah they look some of them look like like og uh like street fighter kind of yeah uh i don't know there's one guy that popped up i was like that's just guile with a different haircut <laughs> oh yeah him yeah he's uh he's very annoying but it's a cool game <laughs> i'm hoping to finish it i think the second remake is supposed to come out this winter also i think they're spacing them out like one a year i, I know it got delayed but i think yeah. it got delayed to later <laughs> later 2023 so hopefully that'll come out soon mm -hmm. but i'm enjoying it are you bob being the mech fan are you going to play the new uh from soft mech game i was going to ask the same thing i don't think so have you watched <laughs> any gameplay yeah, a bunch. That's what has dissuaded me. Okay. It, it looks what about it? I don't... That was the one thing, like, playing, I think, Armored Core 3 or 4 is the only one I've played. And that combat style, I don't love. It's a little too, like, mm -hmm. it feels like you're ice skating. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't love that art style. and that, I mean, I don't love that combat style. And then knowing that it's it's going to be very from soft i'm sure in the difficulty and some of that combat style i it i don't think it's going to hit for me but i like i, I would love to okay. just watch gameplay of it you know what i mean i'm definitely definitely going to play yeah. it so you can watch me play it from what i've heard it's more of the like setting up your i mean this in the in the other games from what i've heard it's more of the difficulty isn't really there it's more of the time that you put into your mech is yeah. what really matters so like there's definitely in the other games i feel like they're not gonna let you do this in in this game but those there's ways where you can like make your mech and then you get out in the the, the field and you're like oh i don't have like these boosters so now my mech just sits there <laughs> and like stuff like that <laughs> like you can accidentally nerf yourself so hard that you can just like not do something yeah but I feel like uh, I feel like they're gonna streamline this game a little bit more, but still have the customizable like customizable mechs in a way where it's not that oh this is gonna be focusing on parrying and like getting out of the way like a, a Elden Ring game because they've gone on like book to or they've gone on to say that they're not making it that way. Right. I feel like it's just gonna be more more so the menuing and making your mech as like good as you can is going to be like where the difficulty comes in so from some of the gameplay i've watched it seems that <clears throat> it's the 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 customizing and the menus are a little bit more friendly in this one yeah. than previous games because they actually show you like even though it's very complex they at least show you like okay if you're switching from like 
these legs to these other legs. These are the stats that are increasing. These are the stats that are decreasing, mm-hmm. right? Like it, they do in other like Souls-like games where it's like, okay, if you're going to equip the sword, it's got higher strength but lower dexterity, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Whereas in the old, from my understanding, I haven't played old Armored Core games, but my understanding is that old Armored Core games, it was just kind of like you had to, like it was just all trial and error. Like you didn't really know what would combine well with other parts. So you just had to try things out and uh, waste a lot of time. Yeah. I thinking back on my experience with it, it was, I bounced off of it very quickly. Cause I think I played from mission three and then I was like, Oh, I want more mech mech RPG and armored core was, was the next one I tried. And I think since it was so much, it was like a fast paced, like action style game that I was like, Oh, this, this isn't what I want. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I was watching stuff in Front Mission and it bring, it takes me back to like all of the strategy games I've kind of fallen off of just because I think about how many times and I don't know if Front Mission's like this but like I know that most games and strategy games like that I've played you usually have like a core group of people. I think of like a Valkyria Chronicles I think was the game I played. I can't mm-hmm. it's the turn-based one where it goes into first person when you're shooting. It was really fun, but you have like 20 characters on your roster and then you're allowed to bring in like six or a few, like it depends on the mission, but it just became a thing of... That's how this works, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it becomes a thing of where they're like, okay, I'm really focused on these like three specific people Then I have another five that I always bring on missions that like by the time I'm, I'm done like outfitting my three and like buying them new weapons, buying them new armor and stuff like that, that I'm just like, okay, I want to get out of this menu. I'm just going to like worry about these few people that like I neglect like half of my roster and uh, looking at front mission and thinking about like back when I have played those games while we were talking, I was like, man, I really wish I could just play a game that had like one mech that I could just focus all my time in. And then I was like, Oh yeah, uh, this armored core is coming out, which just sounds like exactly what I want. Just like one character one mech that i can spend a bunch of times in the menus with but then not have to because i'll end up like spending so much time on like one character and then be like damn i gotta do this for like the other 20 characters i have i'm like i I don't feel like doing this these guys are just gonna sit on the bench for the whole campaign yeah they kind of set it up in a way where some characters will have unlocks that you get at some point where you know the main character is usually like the the mid range kind of like all around kind of upgrade. And then you, you'll have your, like your long range person character have their upgrade at, you know, level whatever. And then your tanky kind of character has their melee upgrade that they mm-hmm. get. So in reality, there's like a handful of characters that actually get meaningful upgrades. And then everyone else is just, you bench them or just bring along the ones that you think are fun. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and it seems like this game. I think there's like 16 people that can be in your team, and you can bring like six to each mission. So it's and not all of them even have meaningful upgrades. I think only I forget what I was reading, but it there's a lot of characters that just don't have any perks that come along with them. So you're probably never going to use them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'll report back on how I'm enjoying. It. I don't think it's a super long game. Let's see, time to beat. Probably not. 
front mission one. Is it that time already? Main story, 28 hours. It's a long game for you, Bob. It is. But that's all for me. Okay. Dewey, what you been doing? I have been uh, investing my time into anime. Oh. Bob, you want to just hop off the call real quick? (laughs) I'll just talk to the viewers. Uh, I've uh, no no Bob will like to hear this this is more robot talk I watched in completion uh, Mobile Suit Gundam the oh. 08, 08 <laughs> your favorite uh, MS team 08th MS team which is set MS-13? in the I said the 08th MS team is that the Vietnam Mobile one? Suit Gundam yes this one's sick. Uh, I think it, they're I think they're technically in like east africa at least uh that's where it's set i mean obviously the timeline's different but it is a very like the the it takes during the place during the one year war in the universal century timeline which is the main timeline um it's kind of only a probably it's in the same timeline as uh or the same time period as the original show if that gives anyone any background uh i think that gundam stuff seems really unapproachable but it's not that unapproachable it takes like one look at like maybe a a um a timeline if you or like a watch order but half the time like most of the stuff like this in general like you don't need to watch anything they kind of fill you in yeah but uh it takes it takes place with the Earth Federation versus Zeon, which is the main you know time. I think the Universal Century is the main timeline, like I said, and that's where like the original series starts. So this takes place during that same original series, but instead of fighting in space, they are g- using ground type Gundam that are in uh, obviously some, somewhere in Africa and fighting Zeon, who are also on uh, the Earth right now. And working on some prototype big ass robot, and they're just trying to. They're just like, it's like at, at the same time they're dealing with um, guerrilla fighters who are uh, Earth p- people who live on Earth mm-hmm. who aren't involved, and they can kind of play both sides at certain times. So they they play into the story a little bit here and there. Um, it's very it's very Vietnam uh, aesthetic in its vibe. Yes, they're in the jungle. And of course, this is like very different from a lot of uh, Gundam because it takes place like Gundam shows because it takes place completely like on like boots on the ground kind of vibe. Yeah. And even they talk about how the Gundams that they have are made from surplus parts and are made to be on the ground so that they, I don't know, like aren't made from the best parts so you can see them get messed up quicker in these situations and it is not a great one to watch on your phone uh while you're on the elliptical at the gym because there is a bunch of nudity in like the first two episodes there's there's none after that there is there is there is some did you watch it dubbed did you watch it at the gym on an elliptical bob yeah that's how that's how i watched it that's that's uh, how you get that's how you get going that's that was bob's first time at the gym and the experience was so embarrassing he never went back yeah well i was jerking off on the elliptical that's what got me in trouble <laughs> how did you how did you like it did you, uh, did you watch it all the way through i didn't make it all the way through i probably got like five or six episodes okay. in he got what okay. he needed out of the first couple episodes <laughs> okay um 
It's just one season, right? Yeah, it's just one season. So it's really, it's it, it's an easy watch. I think I watch, the, the reason that Kelsey was telling me I could make my own Hulu account is because I started watch or my own Hulu uh, profiles because it's on Hulu. Oh, is it? Um, it looks, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, the dub is actually, I watched it dubbed because I started watching it subbed and there was a specific part where I was like, I don't like that this character isn't uh, as bombastic as it looks like they are on screen. Mm. Like they're, the animation was like showing them screaming, but I don't know. There's sometimes like that. I was like, I'll just watch it dubbed. And I will say for the most part, I've watched a lot of Gundam dubbed and uh, I think they do a really good job. I, I, I mean, obviously there's going to be that sort of, like i mean this came out in 96 i don't know when it was dubbed first episode 1999 so that makes sense so you go in expecting like 90s to early 2000s dub but like not bad uh but you're still gonna get that kind of you everyone who's watched any anime from that era knows the vibe but i think it's good enough and i had enough fun with it um that I, I don't think it's like bad to watch it dub. I think that's uh, uh, honestly like for mo- for the most part, I think a lot of the Gundam anime that I've watched dubbed has been pretty good. Um, There's only 12 episodes. But this has, yeah, that's what I'm saying is it's only 12 episodes. This is like 25 minutes. Uh, it's pretty easy to watch. Uh, you get all of your check boxes. You get your cool fights. You get your two people who love each other, but they're on different sides. Uh, of the war and uh romeo and juliet syndrome exactly except for they're like now we have to kill each other or do we i mean Um, i'm looking at the release schedule and it's wild it's like episode so it start it aired in 96 we have episodes one through five one through six are in 96 in 97, we have episode 7, 8. In 1998, we have one episode. And then in 1999, we have the last two episodes. So when you said 12, what did you say, 12 episodes? Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed it was a summer series because those are usually tw- like 11 or 12 episode long anime are usually just like they release it over the summer. No, mm-hmm. it looks like they released one episode every but three months and then that's so and did one for the year of 1998 and then every three months again. Huh. Interesting. It's funny. Cause then you go look at the English, I guess it aired here. Probably it aired on Toonami. Funny enough. I think like snap case or something did like a song. Cause I was like, <laughs> I was like randomly on the snap case wiki recently. Cause <laughs> I think they played a show and I, and then, I, and then it said like, oh, they did a, they did like a promo for Toonami <laughs> for this show. And like, as I was watching it, I was like, this is, a weird simulation glitch where they just played here and I'm watching this right now. But I think it aired, it says July 23rd, 2001. Mm. First time here, probably on Toonami again. And then it went to August 7th. So it was just like a very regularly scheduled, obviously, because it's all out and they probably recorded it all. It wasn't like a, maybe they did it like episode by episode. That's what I assume. They just took three months to like write, record and everything like that. Yeah. If you want to hang out with Dewey, just go to the Snapcase wiki and you'll find yeah. it there. You'll see me editing myself in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think this is another 
good place if you just want to jump in at any point. Obviously, if hey, if you want to know exactly what how to watch Gundam, you can text me. Uh, my number is 804-286-0626. Just leave me a voicemail and I'll tell you everything you need to know. The thing is, uh, there's just so much of it. It, it the the bar for entry seems so high. This one, that's what, this one, is, that's what everyone always thinks. But I, I, hmm? I would and say it's not even it's 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 not even that like where it's like One Piece or Hunter Hunter where it's like oh it's so long, mm-hmm. it's too much of a commitment. It's just there's so many different things within Gundam that I'm like if I wanted to get into Gundam I'd have no earthly clue where to start. I don't think you have to do it in any kind of order. They're all separate enough. Nah. Avoid the original series because it's extremely slow. Unless you like that, it's it would be hard for someone who's coming from like fast-paced anime to try to watch that first series because it crawls. I will say if you watch the movies, it's like that's like an hour each. There's three of them. Uh and it's also you have to go into it knowing it was made in like 79 but it also has a charm to it IMO uh that also has a really good dub I really like the original series I but I also understand just I I wouldn't recommend it to someone it's an acquired taste if you uh, had to pick one one series for just your average run of the mill anime fan to start on what would you say I I would say wing is the most approachable I'm actually planning to Rewatch wing i think a lot of people like wing because it was the first one that was localized here and so they have a nostalgia for it but i'm going to and i i remember wing being like wait who's on whose side what's going on like it's very confusing yeah. at points um i'll say which from mercury because which from mercury is 24 episodes it's like and that's two seasons of a show and it has a self-contained story it has Two, it has a very all over the place kind of it's like a it's kind of like a slow start but slow start in terms of like stakes and then by the end of season one you're like oh this this is just like ramped up uh other than that probably this what's the one with all the the racist gundams oh g gundam g gundam <laughs> i would recommend g yeah gundam. g g so you can Explain. watch uh mariachi gundam fight uh like bullfighter oh, gundam or that's right <laughs> mummy gundam Mummy Gundam. i think um uh you know because egypt yeah, mummies yeah, right uh that that series is funny be- that's that's almost like not a gun that's a gundam in name only because the whole thing about gundam is that when when uh, the creator made it it was like off of the back of two super robots so then Gundam spawned real robot, which is supposed to be like, oh, uh, they go into depth about how the robots work. Uh, there's specific things where like they have different fuel. They made it way more like believable, quote unquote, for a giant robot to be flying around in space. Yeah. Whereas G Gundam is just like, let's go back to the roots of like Super Robot. And now people pilot the Gundam's by wearing these like spandex suits and then just like fight like normally in this like empty space. And that's again, I've, we talked about it before. That's the one where they have the Gundam that rides the horse Gundam and the horse <laughs> Gundam is piloted by an actual horse. <laughs> that's so <laughs> sick. Yeah. Uh, that one's really fun. But if you want like, if you want the Gundam experience uh, and you have a Crunchyroll account, I would say 
Check out Witch from Mercury if you want something that is new, popping. Uh, the kits are all out now. So if you want to get into building, then those are there. But if you want the full Gundam experience, I think, uh, I'm trying to think, because there's like, I mean, this is a great place to start. Yeah, Iron I, Blood and Orphans is one that people like. I think 08 would be a good starting spot just because it's so short. It's like, you don't have to know a ton of history. It kind of tells you what's going on. It's very like, yeah. it's not, you know, like universe spanning like the other ones get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think this is a really good one because it's like, those are the bad guys and we're the good guys. And then you get enough time with the quote unquote bad guys that you're like, oh, this is like a little bit, uh, this is like, isn't black and white, almost like it's real war. Yeah. And they're telling a good story about that. Um, because I forgot how much they, they introduce you characters and you're like, this guy fucking sucks. And then it turns out he's actually just a regular dude and fine. And it's just like the perspective that you saw him at, at the beginning. Um, do they play like Gimme Shelter the whole time? No, they don't. They should. There's probably an AMV out there with that. But uh no, yeah, it it gives you it gives you everything. It gives you like the the sad deaths that you that you are like, damn, they really went there. I guess war's bad. It gives you the romantic interests that are on different sides. All the I think characters gives, get addicted to opium. Yeah. <laughs> They all have PTSD there's, afterwards. There's this one scene where they keep that they, they, they fall into these traps of just uh, like b- bamboo that's been sharpened, and uh, it's a whole thing. But it's okay because they're in a Gundam, so they're fine. They come back from uh, war, and everyone hates them. Uh, I mean, that is pretty on par for Gundam. They, yeah, Gundam loves talking about how bad war is. This is true. They do a really good job of it yeah. too. But yeah, so I finished that, and I've been kind of going through and rewatching stuff in the Universal Century, like I said. So. Not too long ago, I talked about how I finished the, I finished episode by episode, not the movies of the original series. So again, I did watch it very slowly. That was fun. This kind of takes place in the same time period. I watched that. Uh, not too long ago, I also think I talked about uh, 0080, War in the Pocket, which is the 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 uh, AMV that's like six up ep- or not AMV. It's the uh, OVA that takes place over like six episodes and it takes place from the perspective of a neutral space colony that has like a single, uh, it takes place from like a, a, a child's view. It's a little bit of a weird one, but uh, it takes place near the end of the war. That's why it's like Universal Century uh, 80 is like obviously the, f- the first year war. This That's why this one is called... Uh, well, this one it doesn't actually have the name, but uh, that's why they call the robot like RX seventy eight is because it was made in. Okay, now I'm just getting into the weeds of Gundam. But anyways, now I'm watching Zeta, which takes place after, like a few years after the original series. So I'm watching it in chronological o- order. So maybe I'll talk about that more next week. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm full blown just like in in my Gundam mood because i also finished uh i should finish i should finish 08 it has a good ending it has a very it has an ep of the the last episode has this whole bit that i totally forgot about that was really good but in a weird way where i'm like this feels shoehorned in but also feels like it could be its own whole like series like they introduce a bunch of characters at the very end that i'm like this could be its own thing and it feels really weird that they're doing this at the end, but also this is very Gundam what they're doing. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, that's Gun- that's Gundam for me. I also played a new game called Spin Frog All Aboard the F- the Frog Copter. <laughs> okay. Okay. You guys, uh, you guys hear this one? No. Uh, no. Uh, so and this is no, a. Neither has anyone else because you just made that up. <laughs> uh, this is from Poblano Studios. <laughs> so no, this say, is. Um, say the title one more time. Spin Frog All Aboard the Frog Copter. Spin Frog. The this graphics are very um, uh, untitled goose game. Yes. Uh, oh, this is fun. They are very cute, twee, whatever you want to call it. This is a kuru 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 in uh, like uh, almost shameless. Uh, just that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a little frog on a, I guess a helicopter is what they're calling it, and you are um, going down a river. And it's the same thing as I've talked about uh, kuru before. But that is a game where you are a little constantly rotating propeller. Did you play that? And on you stream? have to navigate. It's like, I played it on stream forever ago. Yeah, okay, I played okay. the Game Boy Advance version I one. That now. Uh, this is this is. I think the last one they made was for GameCube. That was an, a Japanese only release. That I mean, obviously those ga- it, as long as you can navigate through the menus, it's not going to be that hard of a thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is obviously a spiritual successor sort of kind of in the the vein of that but uh i think they're i see the thing is i don't know how much they've added in the gamecube games of kuru but uh i don't because it's like they're doing different things here but i don't know if they did that in those gamecube games So, like, you have the normal, like, you're constantly spinning and you have to work your way. It kind of feels like if anyone who's listening to this and it doesn't want to look at, like, a trailer or gameplay, it's kind of like those games at fairs, I guess, or I don't know where else they would do these, where you have to hold the, like, little metal, like, circle and take it through a bunch of wires, kind of. If that makes I, this d- makes it just even harder to understand. <laughs> Basically, you're in a constantly rotating little propeller, and you have to navigate through a river without hitting the sides. It's like Flappy Bird, like Flappy Bird, but much better and way harder. Uh, and it's seventy five percent off until Friday. So, so. Yes, that was an, that was the other cool thing is right now it's five dollars on so the Nintendo store. So I might yeah. have to grab that. You should. It is uh, very cute. It's very funny. There's dialogue uh, all throughout it. The only thing that I dislike is that when you start a level, there's dialogue. And if you restart it, they just throw the dialogue back in there again. And sometimes I'm just like, let me just replay these levels and Mm -hmm. not have the dialogue. Maybe there's a place you can turn that off. But um, I at least want to look at it the first time I go through. Um, But I haven't been uh, paying much attention to that because I've just been playing, playing the game. Uh, you have to collect coins as you go along and the main things that I've noticed that I think this might do differently again I, I have to play the GameCube version of Kuru to know if they, they don't they do differently um, is there's like a level where you have to like deliver ice cream to like five different characters so while you're spinning you have a cat on your propeller who apparently it's named Tilly and owns an ice cream store ice cream and you have to like go to uh, they own a, actually I think she owns an ice cream 
uh, pop up or something like that. Because at some point you're like, she's like, I want to uh, get an actual like brick and mortar <laughs> place, and so that's one of the like the things you have to do is go find one for her. Can you imagine if uh, Bushi owned a restaurant? What would it be like? I, you know what? I think it would be great. I think it would go over wonderfully. Uh, her ass would go bankrupt. <laughs> like, I don't know why people don't want the, the tuna, tuna fish ice cream. It's a hit with all my friends. Is there a cat hair in this ice cream? <laughs> yeah. Think about the hairnet she'd have to wear. Just full She'd be like a hazmat suit for a cat. <laughs> Hey, she would look so cute in a little hazmat suit. <laughs> the family gaming database little... gives it a G rating. Yeah, I mean, is that a, is that like a page you have saved on your computer or what? <laughs> yeah, I got to make sure it's okay when I play a game. Uh, but yeah, it's cute. It's got fun music. It's relaxing, except for it's not. It's like one of those games where it's like everything in like style and music seems relaxing, but you're you're playing this like really hard puzzle game. <laughs> and uh like i said they're doing different things we have to like deliver different ice creams there's eventually power-ups where you can uh I, I remember this in the gamecube game you have like two little like fists on the side of your copter where you can punch stuff uh away so it adds like puzzles in that way or like things you have to do to like push things away uh it's really fun it's really frustrating and uh there's a f- only a few things that i dislike about it is that uh, when you hold the left trigger, you slow down, so it allows you to get through pl- spaces like quick or like at, at a slower rate. But it also slows down your movement, which I don't like. And then the speed up feature on the right trigger makes you obviously move your propeller faster, but it doesn't make you move as fast as I think I want it to. Because I mean, remember in Kuru, when you like sped up, you went super fast <laughs> in a way that looked crazy yeah uh, and in this one it, it doesn't feel like you're moving as fast it feels like the propellers are moving faster in in like correlation to like how fast you should actually be moving hmm. so those are the only things and also there's when you, every time you finish a level you get graded on if you took any hits if you got all the coins and how fast you completed it and there's most of them i am completing and i feel like they want you to run this game and as like a speed runner to get every single like thing it feels <laughs> like they're asking so much of you yeah. um but I, at some point i just realized like i'm if i want to do all this i'm gonna have to like redo it and like come back and get the best score because right now just completing levels is enough for me because the fact that they want you to do it as fast as they do i'm just like that's insane i'll complete a level and be like Oh, you were 14 seconds over, and I was like, I I don't feel like running this again. That's fine. I'll <laughs> move on because it doesn't block your progression. Uh, you also, like I said, get coins in all the levels, and those coins can go towards changing uh, your actual propeller, as well as like in in just the colors, unfortunately. But you can also get little hats. So right now, my frog has a. I don't think I changed the propeller, but I have like underwear on my head mm. that covers my face and just like shows my nose. It's really fun. They're like little like boxers that have like hearts on them. And you can also get like a cat hat. You can get a uh, a chef's hat. There's a bunch of different like funny hats you can get. Do you have a release date <laughs> for this game? Um, or a release year maybe? October. Oh, it was last year. October of 2022? October 20th. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, Why? It's not on my list. Oh, what list? Uh, Christcenteredgamer.com for my re- oh. reviews. Oh. Oh, okay. Do you want to know what they had to say about well, Xenoblade 3? <laughs> no, I would love to know. <laughs> they probably loved it. Main character's name is Noah. There's a bunch of biblical stuff in there. Weak points. Disappointing story. Okay. Well, they just don't understand good storytelling, then. Uh, moral warnings. Frequent violence involving killing others in self-defense. Uh, uses of okay. words like crap, sucks, Have they not hell, read the Bible? Bitch. Ass the Bible's an incredibly violent book. Along with made-up curse words, active rebellion. Oh no! References to polygamy. I remember. I remember asking. I remember. That's funny. The polygamy part's really funny. I uh, I asked uh, or Kelsey asked a actual British person uh, a bunch of like, okay, they say this in this game. Is this made up or is this a British thing? Because obviously the voice acting is all done. Uh, by British speaking people. I've talked about it a million times, but yeah. So they call people spoons sometimes. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's a British thing. <laughs> really? But we were like, is this a British thing? Cause they also would be like, uh, or, or they say the queen's beans. And I'm like, is this a made up thing that they say? Cause they also say stuff like spark cause of the flame clock and stuff like that. They have much like snuffing blah, blah, blah. So those are like made up curse words. And, and I remember asking a British person, like, are these real? And they're like, oh, yeah, spoons is a normal thing. People say it. like not a lot, but like that's something that people say. I was like, OK, OK. What about this? And she's like going through and asking a bunch of questions. Oh, Connor. <laughs> Pikmin what? Plus. Or, okay, I, I got to tell you the moral warnings about that. The game is based entirely yeah, on serious. crude humor. Whoa. Connor. Moral you, warning. Did you think about what? that? What's the crude humor? Did you ever think about how that was crude? Like, like fart jokes? Because I don't even know if there are any. It's crude humor, Connor. I like, I like when a Pikmin make a fod. Like, go ahead, try and defend yourself. Try it. Try it. You can't. I just. I feel like the Bible would have a really bad rating on this website. Hey, you know what's crazy? <laughs> there's, there's so much sex. There's so much violence. You know what's even crazier than that? I'm on their PS5 what? games list for games that they've reviewed for the PS5 console. Uh, go ahead and say 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 a word when you have heard of any of these games. Gotham okay. Knights, Edge of Eternity, yeah. Garfield Lasagna Party, Tanuki Sunset, yeah. Aquadine, Chicken Police Paint It Red, Song Out of Space, Sun Wukong vs. Robot. Mechabolt, The Prince of Landis, Gut Whale, <laughs> Rem- Reminiscence in the Night, <laughs> Angels with Scaly Wings. I've just I've never heard of any of these games. What? These are these are these got to be like very indie games. These seems like the games that they make so that you can get like a platinum trophy really quickly. <laughs> just so you install the game and get a platinum trophy. <laughs> yeah. That's all all of their their entire PS5 libraries just games like that. I've, I haven't heard of a single one of them. Insane. Those are just games that you need the power of the PS5 to play, so you guys probably haven't heard of them. That's true. True. That's it for me. Okay. Okay. 
I did a bunch of other gaming, but it's all just working towards play more Dragon Quest. Who who would have thought? Who'd have thunk it? Not me. Um, do you guys like thrilling underwater adventures with classic point and click gameplay? Atmosphere. Uh, do you like uh, atmospheric isometric graphics, rendered video, and a soundtrack by Mark Morgan? I love rendered video. I love it. Uh, well, then you'll lo- love the game I played for this week uh, called Stasis Bone Totem. This sounds so familiar. Yeah, I think I had to go to the clinic uh, for a bone totem once. <laughs> If you wake up with a stasis bone to- totem <laughs> and it go- it proceeds for more than five hours, please contact the physician. Bob has something in his nightstand called a bone totem, and it requires a AAA battery. And it vibrates. You wouldn't believe how this thing is. It's like a V8 engine. <laughs> You're going to love the next stream because I've got some viewer rewards set up that it's going to interact with my bone totem in a way that you've never seen before. <laughs> Uh, uh, so hey hold on hold on hold on hold on connor i'm not done talking yes yes yes. okay christ-centered gamer also also reviewed the joystick mapper oh okay which is seemingly just a software for a joystick (laughs) cool cool what did they have to say about it uh they just explained what it does this is just like some like uh a thing to sell ads on, right? This website? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Magic DVD God copier. God loves ad revenue. Do you want to know what, what Jesus thinks about the Magic DVD copier? Uh, he probably doesn't like it because there's magic. Yeah, it's it's magic and it's uh, you can pirate movies with it. Well, if you're looking for a good DVD backup program, I highly recommend looking into this software. They liked it. Oh, okay. okay. So God liked it. Yes. Hey, I, go, I, almost, uh, I almost got this game. What up, God? Okay. Well, uh, C-Word actually gifted me this game. Interesting. Um, Never gifted me anything. Because he thought I would like it, so I started playing it. And it's pretty good so far. Have either of you heard of the original Stasis game from 2015? Nope. I think so, but I think I only I think I've like forgot about it until I heard about this game. Yeah, so it's I mean it's similar. That one takes place in outer space. This is on Earth. Uh but this is a kind of futuristic setting. You have these two characters that you start out with who are uh ship scrappers. Um but everything's kind of cyberpunky, right? Like they have augmentation they have robotic arms stuff like that um and they they come upon a um an abandoned freight ship and it's dark and it's rainy and there don't appear to be any signs of life on the boat so they're like okay well we need money let's scrap this ship so you can you play these these two characters isometric point and click style mm-hmm. uh you know solving puzzles etc um, and you can go back and forth between the two characters. One is more kind of strength based character. One is more kind of dexterity. That's engin- the boy engineer. Yeah. The boy's strong. The girl is the smart one. And um, emotional as all hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, that was it. Hey, and so it's that was a joke. <laughs> so it's just like kind of I don't I don't talk puzzle like that. solving. Connor, sure you don't, Bob. Connor, not when the not when we're recording, but no. off mic. You're always talking about your nagging wife. No. <laughs> Old ball and chain. But yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not super far, but it's, it's fun so far. Um, it has, I feel like after Disco Elysium did as well as it did, games like this were far more viable for funding. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, because it has a kind of similar feel, isometric, click, point click. I, you know, the first one came out before uh disco elysium but i mean there'll be like in the style of, of disco elysium you know things in your environment uh you can click on them right and it'll give you a little description so like i took a screenshot of you know outside of the ship there's a little ping on the water and you click on it and it says dark water void black broth slaps anxiously between the two halls as if distressed by the chafing proximity of ship and structure various plastic detritus clings Keep desperately going. to the structure wall the refuse of a once active workspace so just like so is this after everyone quit working at uh at the disco elysium developers they all went to work here yeah uh, yeah i don't know it's it feels a little I don't know the Stroking. way that dis- it feels a little like forced in a way. I don't know. Disco Elysium. It, it felt the, the integration of kind of the different parts of your psyche and the yeah. different like parts of your brain talking to each other. It all kind of made, it was a headier game. So that sense. made sense. Yeah. This feels like the, 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 the graphics and the themes and the just general look and feel of the game feels more like it should be like a, first person survival horror kind of game you know um it's not as smart as disco elysium so like it trying to be heady and deep is just like uh, it falls a little bit flat but i i I like it okay um so far it's fun uh some things that like so like you can go back and forth between the two characters so you'll have like one character stay in one place another character can go somewhere else you can swap items between the characters even when they're not close to each other which has no like ludo narrative explanation um that's just nice it's just quality of life but it's like okay my character's on one side of the ship they have a roll of duct tape i can just give it to the other character um i mean it's it's useful so i'm not going to complain but it they don't have anything kind of diegetically to explain why you can do that yeah which is for the nitpickers out there like uh bob would probably <clears throat> bother him that's me i pick them when i see them <laughs> who up picking who up picking they knit um i don't think you can say that <laughs> okay but yeah it's it's good so far i'm enjoying it i would recommend it um i'm not super far but i have gotten inside the ship <laughs> And when I got, and when I got inside, I found a body that had been ritualistically flayed. Mm. Uh, so something's going on. Something is afoot. Um, I'm, I'm just reading some reviews of the game, and someone's someone gave yeah, it. Uh, they have 70, 70 minutes on record. They got the product refunded. 
and their main complaint was playing as two characters breaks the immersion. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make much sense to me. I don't, I don't know if video games are, are right for you, my man. Maybe try yeah, going I'm, outside I'm, or something. I'm trying to think of what other games they, like, have they only, no, I'm like, have they only played Call of Duty or something, but you, you, you play multiple you play characters, multiple in characters in yeah, they don't. well, they probably just played online, so you're only one person. I don't know. That's such a weird complaint. <laughs> kind of uh, cool. But uh, yeah, that's kind of what I've been playing as far as new stuff. Um, I wouldn't mind watching some some gameplay of that if you ever feel froggy. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll feel I'll uh, I'll share screen with you. Hey, send share screen screen for screen. Um. That's we'll all I've got. Screen. That's all I've got. A little, I'm sick this week, so my uh, my brain's my skull's full of marbles. Okay. Hey, it happens. It does. It it do be happening. You guys want to hit some some news? Yeah. <laughs> news. Let's get on to some news. I can drop some uh, news in our secret admin chat. Share screen. Uh, send news. <laughs> first bit of news I have here is that there's going to be a Pokemon Presents. Uh, Remember those? Huh? Uh-huh. It's like a it's like a it's like a direct, but for Pokemon. Interesting. Uh YouTube channel six AM. Woo. Uh on August eighth. Set your that's, alarms. That's today that you're listening to this, so you probably missed it, but don't worry. Uh you'll probably get some text messages from your partner saying Hey, look at all these things that you missed while you were asleep. And you'll wake up and you'll have a bunch of news. Seems like an oddly specific, like it's for one specific I'm just, person. I mean, maybe listening. maybe there's other people out there who might. Who might oh, you're right. I bet Emily, Emily's going to wake up at 5 a.m. and watch. Yeah. Well, it's, it's six uh, Pacific time, so it's nine. Yeah. Nine for us. Yeah. What do what do we think is yeah, going well, on here? Some people, are still, some people are still sleeping at night, Bob, so let's not get into that. Okay, some people are sleeping at nine. Okay. And some people don't want daddy to be woken up at before nine because then daddy puts on the angry face. Daddy gets the belt. Hey, what do we think is going to be at this Pokemon Presents? Uh, he smells like I a don't. special drink. <laughs> um, Daddy's the elixir of, of, of high vitality. I don't know. They'll probably talk about how they're going to uh, violently repress Pokemon Coral or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like anyone, here we have public execution of the it's like it's like the the nintendo uh talking over them speaking in japanese like hello uh furakara-san today we have the members of the coral development team on on the spigot right here behind us <laughs> they have burlap no, like, sacks over their heads and nooses let's around watch their necks. The, let's watch them drop and then they snap and they go and then it goes to the, the <laughs> camera of them just hung up and it's just like uh, bah, 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 bah. Ah, it looks like they're struggling. They brought back public execution in Japan. I wish I could see the whites of their eyes, Sanji-san. <laughs> I know, it's such a disappointment that they have to wear the sacks. Anyways, I, yeah, what were you going to say? I'm assuming that we're going to get at least three like mobile game adjacent titles. I don't think we're going to get any any meaningful like Pokemon actual game stuff. Probably more. See, my thing is that I think they're going to wait until the switch 2 comes out to pr- announce like a 
a full-blown game they might show something that's like hey the the new game's in development yeah um but i've also heard rumors that they're going to make a rcs style remake of black and white which are games that i've never played but people always talk about how great the stories were right but okay i'm not totally against that it has been a while since we've gotten a remake yeah Mm -hmm. it's also one of those things where i can't remember where i saw it so it might not actually be a thing but there's also always rumors about pokemon so i assume they're probably going to talk about like events for pokemon go and maybe the other the challenge whatever i forget the other mobile game name and then they're probably going to be talking about the dlc that has already been announced but maybe go into more depth about the dlc for uh what was the last one ruby ruby and Sa- what was the last scarlet one? and violet yeah i was want to say sword and shield but i knew that one's right they all just kind of blend together they just start getting worse and worse and i'm just like which one was the really bad one uh but yeah i guess we'll see what do you what do you think uh i'm just looking at their past stuff so uh let's go all the way back um well, Ghost Energy is so good. It's really good, isn't it? Um, it's because okay. they put the children's we, souls in the drink. I'll drink. Uh, 2018, we had Let's Go, which yeah. was Gen 1 again. Uh, 2019, uh-huh. we had Mainline title, or Next Generation title, uh, Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Then we had a bunch of bullshit, Cafe Remix, Mystery Dungeon... Pokemon Snap, Unite, and then a remake again. So from 19 to 21 was, so two years between that and a remake. And then Arceus Mm -hmm. and Scarlet and Violet in the same calendar year. So feasibly we could see a remake announcement at this, but I doubt, I feel like we would have heard more rumblings prior to yeah stuff like this usually leaks like mad early yeah pokemon stuff always leaks on celebi or whatever um Cerebi. i forget the name of the website but yeah i haven't heard anything other than the black and white remake yeah definitely but I, I could see them doing that as like a holdover for whatever the next game is going to be on the next console and then continuing with dlc yeah yeah definitely definitely dlc definitely uh detective pikachu 2 stuff i i think at most the most interesting thing will be a legends tease but i don't feel confident that we're even going to see that yeah i'm surprised they haven't done like a a virtual pet thing to like just to like target the nostalgia stuff like a you know what i mean like a what do you mean like a Tamagotchi? Like Nintendo. Yeah, I feel like Hey You Pikachu is their attempt to like cash in on the virtual pet frenzy. Yeah. Um and with I don't know, I feel like with kind of people having nineties nostalgia and like wearing Tamagotchi as like a fashion thing that they would like at least on like mobile do some kind of like virtual pet Pokemon. Uh, is that what Pokemon know. Home is? What is Pokemon I, oh, Home? Oh, I've never heard of Pokemon Home. I think Pokemon Home is the program that you can use to store your Pokemon. That's just So cl- it allows you to yeah, trade trade up your Pokemon to 
the like I think they started it on the DS so that you could you could essentially take Pokemon from like Gen One, trade them up to second, and then third, and then fourth, and then eventually on the DS, and then upload them to Pokemon Home. So you could have the Pokemon that you had in Gen One traded up, you know, mm. or or you can just. You have like an it's like a PC box for like all the Pokemon that you have, and then trade them. I could be wrong, but that's what I think Pokemon Home is. There was Pokemon Sleep, which I don't think they ever had anything about. What is Pokemon Sleep? That's uh, that's the thing is I don't think they ever like mm. Pokemon Sleep. I'm just saying, struggling in the next five years, they're gonna try to revamp some kind of Hey You Pikachu thing that tries to play off of 90s nostalgia for virtual pets i'm calling it and it's going to be attached to your uh, smartphone somehow your retinal <laughs> yeah yeah your 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 implant i mean yeah it, the, the fact that they haven't done it already is kind of odd but because i feel like they they could make i don't even think they would do it on the phone i think they would just be like you know, let's just like make for the the cash grab of like an, an early '90s thing. Oh, like have and, a standalone, yeah, hardware, yeah, resell it because they could be like, oh, let's just like re, let's just like make another one of these and repackage it and sell it. Um, Ooh, but uh, I also because Ni- I feel like the development. I was gonna say Niantic did make one. Oh, what is it? Paradot. Pokemon Go creator Niantic's new Peridot game, Peridot Augmented Reality Pet Game is now available. That was in May is of it, this year. But is it Pokemon? It's a, as close to a Pokemon themed. clone as you can get. It's, I mean, it's okay. made by the Pokemon Go devs and it looks aesthetically like Pokemon, but like interesting Spirit Halloween Pokemon, you know? <laughs> I got a Tamagotchi Ainami Ray. I can just. What do I feed my teenage robot battler? Or what? What's this for? <laughs> uh, I wanted a Tamagotchi so fucking bad when I was a kid, but we couldn't afford it. Because uh, mm-hmm. my my best friend had one, and I wanted one so bad. And I was like, Mom, Dad, can I please get a Tamagotchi? And then uh, for my birthday or something, uh, I opened up. A, a, a gift and I was so excited because I thought it was a Tamagotchi but then it turned out it was like a socks no it was like a a different for it was like a knockoff virtual pet and it was like a, a gigapet or something yeah it was a Tamagotchi it was a a little monkey virtual pet and I was like <sighs> this sucks I bought a no, uh, mom, bought you a the wrong thing. I bought a Tamagotchi a couple years ago yeah they're they're a big they're a thing now yeah. <laughs> yeah here's 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 what i was about to say is and what i'm thinking is if they're going to make a virtual pet thing they would obviously the the barrier for entry and how much money they can make on a app would be probably better because everyone has a phone yep and they could probably be like oh you can spend more berries to make your pokemon stronger but i think the ability to like make this plastic thing that's the size of like a silver dollar and then program like five different frames of animation if that and then like making it so bare bones that the amount of effort that would have to go into it and then just like a a quick turnaround for like selling them would probably be something that they would also be interested in yeah i'm just i'm thinking about like 
Death Stranding. New kids. No, just like Death Stranding kind of incorporating virtual pet elements oh, yeah. into the game. You know, like, I mean, yeah. obviously he's a freak of nature and is way ahead of the curve, right? But that, yeah. I think that's that might be an indication that that kind like trying to incorporate that kind of stuff into video games again uh just like the whatever uh the chows in sonic adventure right like incorporating elements of that into video games might be on the horizon i don't know just something i've been thinking about stupid little head do you see what i linked we could just start working on some of these we could get these remember scanners Mm -hmm. what Oh, I had that's a such a cool concept. I, wish, I think I was too old for it at the time. I was just old enough, baby. <laughs> and I remember specifically being so disappointed because scanners, for those who don't remember, it were a handheld kind of Tamagotchi, but much larger and clearly uh, marketed towards uh, boys my age at the time because it just looks like it would be. But you would scan barcodes and then you would find like monsters in the barcodes mm-hmm. yeah. uh but i and then you would fight by scanning too so i think it was just a really good way to uh make parents in the grocery store ha- not have to worry about their kids as much being annoying they could just make them scan stuff and so they wouldn't worry about being like can i get these pop tarts they just worry about scanning scanners how many evangelical christians do you think uh hated these because of like barcode and like mark of the beast shit oh for sure i mean it already looks like it's some sort of demonic device (laughs) oh yeah absolutely they're Uh, finding monsters inside the barcodes (laughs) that's demonic there's a comic Uh, inside too i i just remember scanning stuff you could attach i think my cousins had one so we could attach and like battle each other did your cousin i remember um they did and watch the ludicrous video (laughs) okay uh, or I would see I see the ludicrous video. Yeah, yeah. My, cu- my um, cousins put me on to BB and T, and that's where I banked. <laughs> okay, and uh, I remember scanning and and trying to fight, and I think I s- did something where like I scanned, and then I got a new monster, but I lost my other monster because of it, and I was so bummed. I also remember just like doing so much scanning and never getting them, like never getting anything. Yeah, so. Yeah, I I love weird stuff like this where you have to scan barcodes or like the Monster Ranchers game where you had to like put in like CDs and then judging it would like take the like like data from the CD and make a monster out of it and yeah, then that was your cool. Mon- the cool yeah just a crazy stuff that you can't do nowadays the kid these kids these days don't know world. I mean that's kind of the precursor to Pokemon Go though which is like incorporating real world elements into your monster hunter type yeah game, right it was just like physical media that you had to use or physical objects rather than like uh arg or whatever uh you walking around your neighborhood and you see a charizard hey back in my day we had to walk around the neighborhood and and find cigarette butts to smoke <sighs> take me back honestly i wish I, I wish i was doing that just looking for the smallest bit of tobacco <laughs> uh we have um a bunch of stuff coming out about how there might be an Oblivion remake, uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Uh, apparently, one of the developers from Virtuos Studios or Virtuos Games uh, leaked some stuff on Reddit, 
And then a bunch of people have come forward and said that they provided credentials to show that they were actually a member of the studio that was working on it. Um, okay. And then that post got deleted. So either you can say uh, the person, they deleted it because they didn't want to uh, deal with it anymore or that maybe Bethesda and the studio came after them and deleted it somehow off of this Reddit account. There's not much about it, but I can totally see them doing this because we're not going to get Oblivion, or sorry, Scott, we're not going to get uh, Elder Scrolls 6 until maybe 2005, I would assume. And then Fallout 5 is a game that they're probably working on. Like, Sorry, 2025. Oh, I was going to say, what are you talking uh, about? <laughs> sorry. Um uh development might be okay let's see elder scrolls 6 which is in development might be out as early as 2006 is what this or sorry 2026 so this article says um but yeah so that's even three that's three early 2026 so we got like somewhere around two and a half years three years so it would make sense that they're not we've heard rumors about them remastering fallout games like three in new vegas which would also make sense but i feel like it would be easy to remaster oblivion just as something to tide people over while we wait for another like three years after you know starfield mm-hmm. are you guys familiar sorry to derail um no, okay. are you guys familiar with seaman the yeah dreamcast game dreamcast, dreamcast game? thing yeah yeah uh how much do you guys think a uh dreamcast uh, microphone goes for on ebay hundred dollars 300 it's actual well, so brand new sealed it's it looks like i'm seeing one for that's very different 150 i was closer but uh used ones are only like 30 to 60 dollars yeah which is interesting then you can make your but little a lot of them depressed and, but a lot yeah. of them don't have the little, uh, little like green uh, foam thing, foam thing on the end, and that's what yeah. makes the, it look cool. Yeah, the ones that have the little grown foam thing are uh, are more expensive. I've looked at buying Seaman for the uh, Dreamcast, <laughs> but it's always I, I, I can get it for free. <laughs> okay, Seaman uh, for the Dreamcast. Um. But yeah, it's usually expensive if you want to get it in box, and that's the way I'd want to do it. So I could sit on my TV and talk to Leonard Nimoy, and then I would also need to get make sure my Dreamcast wouldn't die, and then have the time reset because it goes for the internal clock. So if you don't talk to him for like a two days or something like that, and feed him, he'll just die. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's a very interesting game. You t- you tell him about your life and then he asks you questions about stuff and then he remembers it and says it back to you sometimes it's it's whatever they voice lines i don't know that was also again peak right after the ps1 and dreamcast was like just doing crazy stuff everything from that era was just wild so you you're raising like a tadpole with a man's face in 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 your tv supposedly it served as some inspiration for death stranding 
I'm sure in some way. That makes sense. Hey, like-minded freaks. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of freaks, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Okay. okay. This was the game that released and was uh, just completely broken <coughs> on PC this year. Um, uh, I, I don't. I just thought I would mention this because people uh, are big fans of this game maybe out there and uh now you can play it on ps4 and xbox one and hopefully they've patched it enough where it will actually work unlike the original release where it was uh crashing and burning especially on pc like i said damn apparently uh i think red dead 2 is coming to switch in ps4 i did think i think i did see something about that which is wild to think about the but hey it's the re- remaster of Red Dead One, right? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It that's is? it. That's oh, it. Okay. Yeah. I remember now. I remember, now I remember hearing Red Dead, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And then I was like, oh, "Okay, it's the first game that they, it could maybe handle that." Sure. <laughs> uh, you linked this article about PS5s being on sale for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, they're now fifty dollars off at Best Buy and GameStop. Damn. So if you want an original disc. One, they're four fifty now instead of five hundred, and the uh, the digital only version without a disc player uh, is three fifty instead of four hundred. Mm-hmm. So, if you bought one from mm-hmm. a scalper uh, in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one or whenever for a thousand dollars, I bet you feel like an idiot now. Just kidding. Yeah, it was, it was it was rough back then. Twas. Um, this is cool. I think that this might lend uh, credence to like all those talks about how they're going to uh, make a new model, a slim model next year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know because I feel like they don't need to do this. What the you sale? Know? Yeah, because I think I think they're out now, and I think there's a high enough demand at the original price point. So this gives me the idea that they're trying to get rid of them, or at least like get less stock. Maybe they're maybe I the mean, they probably ones aren't selling. Yeah, or they just had a bunch that they manufactured, but just didn't have the whatever microchips that they needed. Yeah, and then they suddenly were able to get a bunch of the microchips. So suddenly they had a huge surplus. Um, hmm that were in production and just couldn't finish assembling. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not an industry insider, so I don't know. Um, I have news here that I didn't want to take, but I think it's also kind of funny. Uh, recently, I believe Activision or Hasbro said that Activision had lost the, source code and everything for that um transformers game that came out mm. that uh fall of cybertron apparently a lot of people really liked liked that game and so they were asking about it and then uh hasbro said that they lost it and then 
Um, Activision said, no, we didn't, we didn't lose it. And then there was a very funny follow-up from Hasbro, Hasbro being like, oh, that must have been, uh, incorrect. We're sorry. And it just sounded like Hasbro was like, oh shit, we fucked up. And like, <laughs> for whatever reason, it sounded like Hasbro was really worried about their relationship with Activision. Like, oh, we're really sorry and we can't wait to work in the, I hope we get to work in the future of blah, blah, blah. It was a very funny follow-up that felt odd because it seems like Activision would be licensing out. So it feels like the ball would be in Hasbro's court, but it seemed like the roles were reversed in a weird way, just looking at their, like what they said. Um, but yeah, it just seems like this might be something where someone said something to the effect of like, we have it somewhere around here, but it, they didn't maybe want to like go looking for it. And then someone from Hasbro took that as like, oh, they don't have it anymore. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll get that game. My code. Oh, no. They took my apes. The last bit of news is something that I have not participated in, but I plan on is this new beta that's rolling out you, for you the PS5. I still have it. I have the ability. I just need to go I mean, in and like, turn on my PlayStation. In the beta. Okay. This is true. But <laughs> this beta that's rolling out for the PS5 um, that with new accessibility and audio options, uh, social features and UI enhancements. The main thing that I took away from this, other than that you can now, the, the PS5 now supports uh, eight terabyte uh, hard drives, which seems like uh, you don't need eight terabytes worth of space for a console IMO. Yet. Unless you have like every single game that's out for the PS5. Or two, uh, or two uh, Call of Duty games. Two new Call of Duty games will be eight terabytes. Eight terabyte SSD PS5. Let's see how much this is. Two terabyte, four terabyte. I wonder if I can find one. Because I feel like they would be a four terabyte SSD solid straight. Limited time deal is just about $200. I got, I got a think that oh here it is oh my gosh that's what this is what i thought uh digital eight terabyte solid state ssd 759 dollars <laughs> so so if you're a actual psychopath and feel like you need that much space and have almost 800 dollars to throw at it Jesus. uh go for it but the main thing that i took away from here is that ever since the ps3 every time you turn on your playstation console you have that very loud and either fun or annoying beep. Yeah. In this new beta, you can just turn off that beep. Is that good or bad? Are we Which I are we feel like it? is... I thought about doing that, but I think I like the beep now at this point where I can't turn it off, you know? At first, I was like, that's kind of loud and annoying. Um, but maybe gamers across the 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 internet will now be able to turn on their console without their parents hearing them with that loud beat, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's that's something you could do. Um, there's also the ability to use um, um, emojis in the, the chats. Uh, let's see what else they got here. 
The, uh, the only other main thing is that the haptic feedback, you can now turn it on. So while you're navigating through the menus, you get a little feedback there, which is I think is really cool. And I'll probably turn it on just because I like it. I mean, I'll probably turn it on and then be like, wow, my battery is draining faster than normal. This <laughs> is actually not great. And you try to turn it off but, uh, and, the, and the joysticks are fighting against you because they want to stay on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also have the Dolby Atmos audio stuff that they are adding in to uh, all games. They're doing some simulated stuff for games and then also allowing uh, developers to add uh, audio enhancements via patch if they want to. Mm. So I don't have a very great uh, home sound system, but when I put my headphones in, it sounds really nice. Those surround sound headphones that I got for the PlayStation. But that's it. Nice. Do we have anything in the way of emails, vmails? We have we have a email, let me see, I believe. YouTube mu- music, take your favorite songs to go automatically. No. All right, we have one here. I will not t- uh, the the subject line is karaoke. What's your go-to karaoke song? question mark and then it says big fan this is a, from a big fan what is our go-to karaoke song bob how about you start us off okay my go-to karaoke song is bohemian rhapsody by queen you ever heard it hmm i don't know I'm, how's that one go yeah could you hum a few bars i am the queen <laughs> Oh yeah. He says I'm the queen. I love when Freddie Mercury says I'm the queen in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, pretty much my favorite song. What about your guys' go to karaoke songs? Last time I did karaoke, I sang uh Sleep John B by the Beach Boys. Mm. I think mine a bunch mm-hmm. of drunk rednecks uh, were really excited. Aren't they always they are. That's I don't that, really. That's I was just gonna say that same night Emily sang Phil Collins, and uh, the same drunk redneck who was excited about Beach Boys uh, was screaming at her. You tell him, girl. You tell him, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. When she tells them, girl. Yeah, go ahead, Dewey. I don't know what my go-to karaoke song is because. I didn't mention this on this episode, but I said it on the when I was streaming. That was my first time ever doing karaoke. Impressive. I <laughs> maybe. Um, I feel like it would be something like funny, like my boyfriend's back or something like that. I think that that would be fun. Uh, by the Angels, maybe you've heard of them from 1959 or whatever the, the, they made that song. I think. If I had a choice, if I had to do one, it'd probably be Lips of an Angel, honestly. Because that's one that I can just go off on. Mm-hmm. Um, go off, King. Or maybe uh, I'll do what I was planning on doing for the stream that I never got around to, which was uh, Chantilly Lane by the Big Bopper, which is just uh, a guy kind of talking for most of it. That's cool. But... uh yeah, if you're, yeah. I, I feel like if you're nervous about the way your voice sounds in karaoke, just pick like a like a Talking Head song or something, and all you have to do is just, or like a Devo song, and you just kind of yeah. 
say the words. Um, anyone who was there Friday knows that I'm not afraid about how I sound. Oh, no. That was more for Bob. Oh, I'm not, he, okay, I'm yeah. not afraid of how I force sound. Him. I'm afraid of uh, doing anything in front of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. You don't seem to be afraid of uh, being like, like CIA interrogation levels of torture. Com- in front of comfort of people. my own room. I, I don't. I don't have to leave the house for that. Yeah, do karaoke in the comfort of your own room. Do karaoke at my house. Or the There's an invitation. Dewey's room. What if? I what think if it'd did be. Ca- I think it'd be nice if the whole flock crew went and did karaoke for a stream. That was the original plan. When I told Bob, I was like, hey, Bob, I want to do a karaoke stream with you, me, and Connor. And he said, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I would do it. I know Emily would do it. And I bet Val would do it if yeah. Bob was down. I don't think either of us would. How about this, Bob? I'm going te- to text Val and say, if me and Emily went and did karaoke for Dewey's stream and we got Bob to do it, would you, would you join and see what she says? Same thing I'm saying. What if when you did your songs, we we all left the room? No. And it was just you? Nope. Because <laughs> you want to do it alone? Not, I will not be talked into All right. This. Yeah. I didn't think so. We'll figure something out. We're going we'll to get them. We're going to get them. Don't worry. But what if we what if we do Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card, your favorite song? Every time we drive to Dewey's house for podcasts, you just put that song on and go ham singing it. I know you want to do Windows Kesha, down. Your Love Is My Drug. I have it on the list for you. Okay. What would it take, Bob? It wouldn't take anything. It wouldn't happen. 200 bits. Nope. Literally nothing, nothing could convince you. Nothing. Oh, man. We got to get you, jo- you gesture-pilled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. My gesture my outfit should be in the mail, so tomorrow... <laughs> The day you're listening to... No, wait, no, Wednesday. I stream Wednesday. So Wednesday, the day after you're listening to this, I'll probably do my Jester stream. Hell yeah. I think it's just going to be me doing my regular stream, but with a Jester (laughs) outfit on. I like it. That's awesome. That's basically it. Um, Connor, do the thing. If you enjoyed this episode of the Flock Podcast, please consider joining our Patreon. It is $3 a month, and you get a bunch of bonus content. Um, It's so cheap. You get so much cool stuff with it uh you get stuff going back years so please consider doing so uh join our discord it is free um it's better than social media uh because no one no one on it sucks except for maybe bob um if you like Uh (laughs) i'm just kidding i love you bob um if you enjoy watching television, uh, what's wrong with you? Watch live streams instead. Follow twitch.tv forward slash the flock plays, twitch.tv forward slash respectable street, and twitch.tv forward slash truly underscore chet. We're all affiliate now, so you can give us your money if you want, but it's also free if you also want. Most importantly, of all these things that I have said, if you like the show, tell a friend. Uh, someone at your work is like, I need a podcast to listen to. What should I listen to? Say, hey, there's these three zany guys who talk about uh, (laughs) video games, movies, three white guys with glasses, and everything they've been doing. Yeah, it's not like any other podcast you've ever heard. Um, But yeah, tell someone that you know uh, to listen to this podcast because that's how we get more listeners. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. 
Thank you. And appreciate you. Yeah, that's been the flock. I'm Dewey. Bobby. Connor. Thanks for flying with us.